Good morning and welcome to the November 4th edition of the Daily Wrestling News Show, where we are on a mission to teach, learn, and remember the history of professional wrestling with everyone that wants to join us. My name is Ryan Joy, and I'm really excited about today's episode. And it's a weird one because we're going to be talking about a movie. I know it's the Daily Wrestling News Show and all, but interestingly enough, sometimes wrestlers transcend into acting. And this is like one of the the real like hallmarks of wrestlers as actors. We're going to be talking about is there value in the cult classic film, They Live. And if you have been a pro wrestling fan for many years, you've undoubtedly grown a fondness for Rowdy Rowdy Piper. He was in the main event of the first WrestleMania, an event that's margin of success dictated whether or not Vince McMahon's World Wrestling Federation would be catapulted to the national stage or reduced to just another decades-long regional promotion with its best years behind them. We know WrestleMania was a huge success, and obviously the WWF became the WWE, and it is an enormous multi-billion dollar company, the largest wrestling promotion in the world, and a wrestling powerhouse whose only competition is so far distant in the rear view that the company can coast in their lead position for many years. While Piper was one of the most prominent villains to our real American hero Hulk Hogan and a key player in the jumping off point for all of WWE's success, the rowdy one would step away from the wrestling business from time to time. And after a WrestleMania 3 backstage meeting with Hollywood film writer and director John Carpenter, Piper took one of those absences to play the lead man in Carpenter's cult classic cautionary film, They Live. Now, Carpenter had massive success with the Halloween franchise, and the third sequel, Halloween 4, actually came out just a couple of weeks prior to They Live. But this film, despite being number one in the box office for its opening weekend, it just doesn't have the mainstream lasting power of the Halloween movies. If you watch it with today's cinematic standards in mind, it's easy to understand why. The movie is slow, short on dialogue, long in sections, and I don't think many would argue with me giving it the sort of cheesy description. After all, the whole concept of the movie is that Roddy Piper puts on a set of sunglasses that reveals the upper class to be a bunch of aliens controlling the world working class through subliminal messaging and advertising and television. Piper goes on a crusade to free the middle class. But while it's all too easy to point out the faults I've mentioned, slow, dialogue, long, cheesy, it's also impossible to miss that the film is striving to be something more than a low-rent movie that straddles the border of action and horror. I recently watched the movie for the first time, and it gave me a really strong 1984 vibe. And I mean that in the George Orwell sense. You know, the whole 1984 wasn't like 1984 because George Orwell wrote 1984. Now, there are far closer similarities to They Live in dystopian literature and film, but the feeling I got when watching They Live most closely resembled the feeling I got when reading 1984. So the question here is what value does They Live contain for a modern audience? Well, the film was Carpenter's way of lashing out against Reagan-era politics, and whether you agree or disagree with that sentiment, it's hard not to recognize and understand some of the more simple truths regarding social inequality and the power of advertising. 
And again, you may not agree with Carpenter's take on this. Concepts like the rich getting richer while the poor are getting poorer, the concept that repeated exposure to subliminal messaging through advertising leads our society down a certain path. You may not agree with a bikini-clad woman on a billboard is offering you the subliminal message of marry and reproduce, or that magazines encourage you to consume and obey, or that cash is your true god. You might not agree with any of it. You might also agree with all of it. And if you've ever been in a conversation about your privacy and your data and how much of it you give up to your smartphone, Amazon's Alexa device, or some other gadget, then you're having some of the same conversations that are being stirred up in They Live. So as I sit here and try to answer the question of whether there's a value to be gained from They Live, I think about it as a cautionary tale. And to be fair, John Carpenter had a target and a motive that he was trying to hit. But all truly great science fiction presents us with a real-world problem with a backdrop of an unfamiliar setting with the goal of stirring up conversation. Now, throughout this podcast, I've said you might not agree many times. And that's the point. Coming to mutual understanding is hard. Finding the truth is hard. But it starts with discussions. Discussions about values, discussions about truths, whether they're being violated and what we should do about it. Those discussions are often painful and long. And it's funny to me that the key fight scene of this movie took place not between Nada, that's Piper's character, and the evil aliens. The key fight scene was between Nada and his friend Frank, who refused to put on the glasses and see things from Piper's point of view. I say it's the key fight scene but it was a long fight scene. I mean, it went on and on and on. And perhaps that was the point. As Stephen Hyden wrote on The Ring, this endless fight scene, possibly the longest in cinema history, is a metaphor for the struggle to achieve enlightenment. So back to the original question, is there value in They Live? It's a rough movie to get through, but it has a lot of value in starting lengthy conversations about hard topics. And those conversations have limitless value. So with that said, I say there is value in They Live. And if you would like to continue this conversation about this movie, about Roddy Roddy Piper, about his film career, or about any wrestler's film career, I encourage you to run over to the Daily Wrestling News Show Facebook group and join in on our conversation. You can get there by going to facebook.com slash groups slash wrestling news show, or you can type daily wrestling news show into the search bar. Either way, you should get there, click join, we'll let you in, and we'll have a conversation about anything you want pertaining to wrestling, uh, specifically if it's pertaining to one of our past episodes. And if we don't see you there, we will see you here for another episode of the Daily Wrestling News Show.